What time is it? What time is it's it? 2 it's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Welcome, 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 guys. What it do? Hello. Back like we never left. <laughs> I'm KC. I'm here with Hendrix. Just in case you forgot, we are two awkward ass millennials, and I'm welcoming you guys to the two a.m. Two awkward ass millennials, and I'm welcoming you guys to the two a.m. podcast. What it do? <laughs> you already started. <laughs> Oh, I missed you. I'm sorry. All right, okay. that's cool. I guess I miss, I miss me too all the time. I miss myself in good health, to be honest with you. How How are you? How? I don't think missing yourself is good health at all. No, I'm saying I'm missing. I was missing myself in good health. Oh, okay. Like, um, I don't know who like actually pays attention to our Twitter or pays attention to my Twitter so, at least. Oh yeah, how, how that mouth feel? But I was dying for <laughs> like two and three weeks. I'm gonna tell you the story. So. I, I'm not a trifling bitch, I promise. I'm actually super, like, ain't or whatever. But my insurance wasn't all the way activated, so a bitch was waiting. So, like, I hadn't been to the dentist in a few years. And I didn't have any problems with my teeth, for real. Like, I so I was just going in for a cleaning. I was like, okay, you know, my shit is in now. I got my full benefits for my job. So, yeah, we in this thing. About to get my whole life together. Mm-hmm. And um, so I went to get a cleaning, and... It's like, oh, you have a cavity, and you have one cavity. You have two cavities. One of them is kind of deep. Um, I'm surprised you're not having no pain with it. I'm like, no, my mouth is fine. I don't have no pain. Like, I don't know, whatever. So he was, he t- the dentist told me, like, okay, we might have to fill it. And he's like, we're going to fill it, but you might need a root canal on one of these. And I'm like, okay, um, but we'll see. And so I didn't really know because, like, obviously, I've had insurance my whole life, so I don't really know how expensive stuff is, but I kept hearing how expensive root canals were. So the whole time, I'm just praying that I didn't need one. <laughs> Even though that, like, thank God for major corporations, I have bomb-ass insurance, and all of that shit is free. But I didn't know that. So, um, flash forward to the day of me getting my fill-ins, and I'm like, all right, about to go to get the fill-in or whatever. And then the dentist was like, you know what? I cleaned it out. I didn't see your nerve. I think we're good. We're going to fill it. After that, I died. So, um... <laughs> I got that done, and for, like, a week, because I'm a Google queen. So, like, for a week, I was in extreme pain. Like, my jaw was hurting. I'm thinking it's because I, my jaw was tired. Like, I was reading stuff on Google that was saying, like, your mouth can hurt from, like, having it open for too long during the procedure. Like, different shit like that. So, I'm thinking, like, oh, that's what it is. It'll pass. <laughs> we two weeks later, and I'm like, um, no. Nah. And so, by this time, now my ear is hurting. My face is sore. And so, I called it, and it's like... Um, I don't know if this is normal, but my whole face hurts. And I'm like, yeah, bring your ass here tomorrow. And so my dentist was like, oh, yeah, so you need a root canal. And it's like, oh, like what you told me before. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to finish the rest of the story because it's, it's on my grandma gears. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I had to get a root canal and I went back in um, last week. I think it was, yeah, it was two days last week because I had to do the first half of the procedure and the second half of the procedure. I think it was like two, yeah, Tuesday and Thursday that I went. And yeah. So how did, how did that work out? The in-between time? Um, after the, after that I went the first day, it was fine. Cause the first day it took my nerve out. And then the second day they had to like put the core in, put the little stuff that they put in to replace your roots and stuff in there. And like I revered, and I pretty much had like a really, really extreme case of whatever the fuck it is <laughs> that you need a root canal for. Bad because roots. no, it's because <laughs> my roots and my tooth are do deep as fuck. Like there was like, there, like we always say, they did like the little x-ray and it was like, 
Yeah, so your shit is like, your roots is like all the way up there, like by your sinus cavity and everything like that. So that's why your whole face, ear, and everything is hurting because your roots is deep as fuck. Very deep rooted individual. Yeah, I mean, in every aspect. And so, yeah, you know, um, I'm alive again. Uh, Like immediately after, it was so funny because I kept reading reviews and like stuff about root canals, and they were like, they hurt, it's so bad, it's so much pain. And, like, I was in so much pain before then that I didn't right. even feel the yeah. root can- Like, I didn't even, I didn't feel any kind of way but better, immediately better. <laughs> because it was so bad, like, so bad. But yeah. A little behind the scenes, it was actually going on the last episode that we posted, and she... She gritted and she. Oh yeah, she, my mouth was already hurting. And I, that's when I was she, like, after I got my grinded. feelings. She grinded. Yeah, she it, grinded. It, the struggle was real. So I'm sorry. I definitely missed you guys last week. I am sorry, but I literally had to text Hendrix like, no, nah. you know, I'm like it's not going down this week. Like I tried. Like I really wanted to. I'm really big on like making sure our content is available and out there every week. And I'm really anal about that, but I could not. I couldn't. I would have been just like, Argh. I would have just been moaning through the whole show. It wouldn't have been good. Like it would have just been him just talking to me, like about to cry because I was in so much pain. So you know, now you have me at a hundred percent. I'm good. We out here chilling, and dancing, and emphasizing, and pussy popping on the chart. Um, how are you? You know what's going on in your life? Um, all your all your teeth are good. Um, yeah, I actually, you know, I actually have extras, so, you know, in case, you know, in case one of them is not, you know, up to standard, I got that extra on standby to come and fill in. Um, but yeah, life in general is absolute hot garbage juice. Um, but, you know, you, you keep pushing, you know, just keep swimming and shit, you know, I, I make it look good. I can't admit, um, just, it's a lot of moving parts and, Unknowns and shit like that going on, so yeah, it's not not fun at all. The house is burning. I'm inside. I'm fine. I'm fine. It's fine. It's it's, it's great. But you know, we we keeping it moving, man. You know, uh-huh. we keeping it moving. Okay. Keeping it moving. So how are you overall? You know, Over, not, overall, not your mouth back together. You know, you overall, got your I'm like really good. I mean, it's a lot of stuff like I guess like going on around me and like my own personal issues that I'm getting through but like in the general scheme of things like I'm really content I'm in a really good place it's just the um, the bullshit around me you know what I'm saying like I think I'm a firefighter other people's houses be on fire and I be trying to run in that bitch and it's just it's this draining it's extremely draining and extremely hard to do all the time um, and I just have to keep telling myself that or whatever that it's not my burden to bear, but I, I I bear it anyway, and so that's really it. But I mean, besides that, I'm good. Like life is grand. I've been just dancing, and so like I said, I got moved to a different job and everything like that. So life is life is what it is. I guess I'll talk more about my own personal whatever the fuck during my mind, my millennial shit. But right, right. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. I hope you guys are all doing well. Hope you guys didn't miss us too much. Hey, you guys still watching Netflix? Hmm, cool. Yeah, I mean, who the fuck was going to not watch Netflix? You know what I'm saying? Like, shit. Like, man, Travelers is on. Like, man, no. Nah. Oh, did you see the... Uh, oh, no, you probably did. I'm, a st- I'm a- actually trying to watch that today. What? The new Clover- Cloverfield movie on Netflix. Uh-uh, I didn't even see it. It's like the prelude. 
supposed to be like the prelude. Um, so. Okay. Well, we'll see. I mean, I have a lot of stuff for Netflix to watch. That's why I don't have time to boycott them. <laughs> I will be behind even more than I am already. You know. So who has the fucking time for that? Yeah. But um, yeah. I hope you. Like I said, I hope you guys are doing well. Um, trying to think if I miss anything. Oh, I hope you guys enjoy the Super Bowl. I'm so happy that Tom Brady lost. Um, that makes me happy. And uh, yeah. So uh, I guess we're gonna get started with the show. So what's going on in the six sad fucking twisted shit? whole place that we love and hate <laughs> today and every other day after yeah. that. Um, speaking of the Super Bowl, oh, okay. Super Bowl was last night. The Eagles defeated the Patriots uh, 41-33. to I didn't even watch it, to be honest. Um, it was a great game. Pretty good game, but nice little back and forth action. A lot of high drama and stuff like that. Um, Brandon Cooks got fucking demolished. I hope he's okay. Cause I didn't think he was going to walk. What after. team is that? What team? Yeah. He plays for the Patriots. Oh, okay. Yeah, he. I thought he was dead. A lot of people thought he was dead. Cause he got knocked the fuck out. But um, the big story out of the Super Bowl would be one. Mr. Justin Timberlake and his um, halftime performance. Mm. For you, for those of you who didn't have the pleasure of being on social media this week, it was leaked that Justin Timberlake was actually going to have a Prince hologram perform with him because the Super Bowl was in Minnesota. First off, um, but there was Prince a lot of- didn't like him. Yeah, that's that's number one. First off, um, Prince did not appreciate Justin Timberlake in any way, shape, or And then he made fashion. a whole diss track about it. Okay. <laughs> also, it was one of um, Prince's, I don't, I don't want to say dying wishes, but one of his uh, biggest gripes was uh, to not, not, not have a hologram of him in any, any way, shape, form, or fashion. It's just so much bullshit. Sorry, I'm interrupting the story, but I'm sorry. I have to interject. I just, it was a thread um, on Twitter. That I definitely reposted, so you can check it out after you hear this about how trash Justin Timberlake is. Where can they check that out? Oh, on my Twitter, um, K A Y underscore I N R E E L L I F E. Um, so yeah, it's a thread about all the things that and ways and reasons that Justin Timberlake is trash, and like I've been a fan of his music. I never really thought about or like paid much attention to his like actual story in his life, but he's a horrible person. (laughs) I didn't realize it until like I mean not a horrible. I mean we're all trash in our own way, but like you don't think about like the teen heartthrob and shit. Like oh wow he's trash, and like I'm I read this thread and it's well put together. The receipts are there, and it's like Mm -hmm. wow. Yeah, he did that. Like, wow, he's trash. Like, his whole career from the beginning was built on shitting on Britney Spears. And, like, I didn't realize that until, like, reading all that shit. And I'm like, wow. Like, every time he get ready to drop an album, he do a, a interview and talk about her in it. Every single time. Well, I mean, in a lot of respects, that's what he's most known for is being in a relationship with her. But I'm just saying, though, like, damn. Like, that was decades. Like, that was a decade ago. And it's like, and that's, and then, like, he's a lot in the ways responsible for her breakdown. Because he pretty much demonized her. And, like, she got, like, over-sexualized and demonized in the media and slut-shamed. And then the media just kept attacking her, and that led to her breakdown. And, you know what I'm saying, she had, was it, like, 07, 08? And it's just like, wow, that's fucked up. Like, I didn't know all of that shit he did. Like, it's crazy. And then this thing with, like, Prince or whatever. 
And then the thing with Janet Jackson, how he was just kind of like making jokes about it, and he like fucked up her, banned her from all type of award shows and appearances and, yeah. and all that stuff. And he just kind of made a joke about it when he was like accepted an award at the Grammys like a couple weeks after that. And like, yeah. damn, I'm like, this man is fucked up. Well, me personally, I don't judge. I don't trust any of those Mickey Mouse Club motherfuckers at all. Something happened to them there. <laughs> they are all, all fucked up. <laughs> Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake. I like Britney Spears. Ryan Gosling, he's a fucked up person too. Wow. Um, yeah, all of them uh, have some issues. It's a lot more than motherfuckers, but yeah, all of them. Christina Aguilera was on her too. Any Disney Channel um personality is fucked up if you if you if you haven't noticed miley fucking jake paul who's jake paul okay i'll i'll, I'll get you i'll give you miley i'll give you that i'll give you raven simone Orlando that bitch is definitely Brown. something wrong with her ass <laughs> shia LaBeouf, something wrong with his ass too yeah I, 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 he's still fine though and he woke as fuck so i don't i don't blame him for everything else he does Moving right along. Yeah, so to the actual <laughs> to the actual halftime performance, it was, um, you know, I'm a fan of Justin Timberlake musically. He makes some pretty good music, or had made some pretty good music in the past. And um, yeah, the performance was basically um, uh, what's a, a EMD version of his greatest hits. Oh, that actually, I am very happy I missed that. And I did, hate um, EDM with a superb passion. Yeah, it, that's what it felt like. It was too much going on. They actually, um, <laughs> I love Twitter. Um, somebody at the Super Bowl actually posted a picture, a video of the crowd during the halftime performance, and nobody was doing anything. Oh, like, yeah, I saw that. All, all the noise was basically from the stage plants and all that. So that was hilarious. Um, I forgot what song he mashed up with Prince's song. Um, it was "I Would Die for You" and something else. So I don't. I forgot what Justin Timberlake song he did. Um, obviously it wasn't that important because I don't remember. But um, yeah, it was just lukewarm at best. And I think it, it plays into the overall thing of Super Bowl halftime shows. It's like. We're at a point in time in music where we don't have a lot of people that we can put at the halftime show that hasn't already done it. Like, but this is the thing, though. I feel like what they need, I don't know, it's really hard. Because of the audience at the Super Bowl, it's really hard to pick a a proper candidate, I feel like, for such a blaze. Because I, like, I would say... Like, if anything, maybe if they wanted to keep it relevant and spicy, they can, like, keep doing, like, I guess, like, maybe, like, whoever's number one on, like, top 40 or something. I don't know. I mean, but do they have the catalog to do a whole 15-minute I mean, I don't know, but they would have to (laughs) do a concert. (laughs) I mean, shit, have Ed Sheeran did it? He's like number one. He's been number one on Spotify for like two years now. He's I like, mean, but you know, a lot of Air Sharon music is like sleepy time music, though. Like, it's good, true. but it's. But I feel like that about Coldplay too, though, and they did it a, a couple years ago. <sighs> okay. Like, Coldplay makes a lot of like I want to slip my wrist music, even if no, it's unintentional. Coldplay it definitely like, does. Like Starbucks music, like you. Like right, you I want to go to sleep in Starbucks. That's why they have to give you espressos. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
that's a fair point. That's why he had to bring out people. He couldn't do a whole, they couldn't do a whole show by himself. That's why they had to bring out Bruno and Beyonce because it was like everyone's gonna be bored. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring out yeah. some real talent performers. You know? Yeah, because yeah, Justin was like, yeah, like I'm I'm at home, like yeah, I watched the Puffy Bowl during the halftime show. I'm they should have just had Bruno do it again. Because, I mean, he puts on a hell of a show. Yeah, but see, that's the thing. You get to the... Now you're at the point where people are going to be, like, two and three-time Super Bowl halftime performers. Like, they want to... They don't have enough big artists. They like keeping it, you know... And then it's like, they don't want to do, like... I mean, Janet Jackson, she's still banned, I guess, so... Yeah. Um, And even though it wasn't her fault at all. Wow, I can get into so much racist and sexist rhetoric with that one, but I'm going to leave it alone. Yeah. Like, I'm expecting, like, Miley or Britney next year. Yeah, if Miley tones it down enough. I mean, she, I mean she's toned it down enough. She, you know, reclaimed her white side. Uh, she, she's still dabbling a little bit, still. I mean, she's fully dressed and she grew her hair back, so all the white people are comfortable now, again, around her. I don't say ain't Taylor Swift. Jesus Christ. Oh, that, I'm sure. She, I'm honestly surprised she hasn't done it yet. <laughs> you talking about sleepy time. <laughs> people would be bored. Ah, wow. I'm throwing shit. Taylor Swift is rich as fucking. I don't know why. And that's not hating, but it's like, <laughs> wow, like you're still successful? Why? I for, it was it was some musician who was talking about her, and she was like, yeah, like she makes hooks. Like she makes three-minute hooks, that's all. Yeah. Like there's no substance to that shit at all. There's no substance to her <laughs> shit. And it's like people be crazy fangirling her. And it's just like, wow, why? It's no substance to the shit. You know what? It was like probably should have been a one hit wonder, but then it's like, why are you still around? Wow. I actually got a um email a couple of days ago about um Jayla performing live, you know, on U verse or whatever. Mm-hmm. She might be a good one. Oh, Oh, Jennifer Lopez can do it. I mean, she she, she's not like she can sing, but I mean, she, uh, she could put on the show for sure. Yeah, I might be good. I mean, I feel like she's a nice, a safe choice. You know what I'm saying? You can't have Janet, you can have J Lo. Like, it's a nice, safe choice. They're similar. Yeah. And yeah. they're, you know, what they bring to the stage yeah. moves. Yeah. Only. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh. All right. All right. What? I was just saying. Don't say moves only and, and put Janet J. I don't, I don't she like She can sing? Janet, that's a good thing. No, I just wanted to, I didn't Send know. Send your hate tweets to at Wait, K do people really think that she can sing? We can have In a complete life. conversation because I want to know <laughs> if you think that. Because you probably you probably think that, like, Alicia Keys can sing, that Mary J. Blige can sing, you know, so Aaliyah could sing. You probably think stuff like that. And so we need to have a real talk. You know, I'm going to play you some real music. The people with some real vocals, so you we can are have this a thought. whole coon. The day after Janet Jackson Appreciation Day, you come with this shit. I'm, I appreciate her for what <laughs> she brings to the table. You can't appreciate people for what they don't have. All right, she said I appreciate it, her for her soft voice. She I appreciate it, her Navi. for her dance moves. I appreciate her for being born of the same womb as Michael Jackson, and I appreciate her for. Uh, See, you almost led me down that rabbit hole. I'm not what? going. I'm not going there with you. And I appreciate her for being her. You know what I'm saying? Going back to Jermaine Dupri and I'm not going down that rabbit hole with you. All right. Well, anything Um, else? Martin is coming back. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. Um, recently, um, Martin Lawrence, um, Tisha Campbell, and um, Tanisha Arnold. Jesus, that's a mouthful. I know. I I was trying to get all these. these. (laughs) Yeah, I was trying to. 
trying to get all these names uh, pronounced correctly. Um, they were photoed. They have confirmed that um, a Martin reboot is in the works, and this is this is becoming the theme. Like this is becoming a pattern. Like everything is coming back. I know Roseanne comes. Roseanne is supposed to come back on in like March or something like that. Why? You know, I was I actually found Roseanne mildly interesting back in the day. And honestly, judging by your monotone sound, I'm not surprised by that because <laughs> that's the feeling that the entire show gives me. I mean, when so- Roseanne came on, I knew it was time for me to go to bed. You know what I'm saying? It was like. Oh, it's nothing left good on TV. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just... Uh, fuck you, first off. Um, Sorry. It's just a reoccurring thing. You know, we have Full House come back. Um, that was a good show, though. The first season, second season. is horrible. No, I was talking about the original Full House. I didn't know Full House was that fucking old, originally. I didn't know it started like, before birth. I didn't know that. Before birth. <laughs> before birth. Well, I didn't know. I mean, I really I watched Martin a couple times. Like, I mean, I know I don't really have the most solid black card. A lot of that shit I didn't watch. Um, but uh, I mean, I'm here for it. I mean, it's funny. I Hopefully, mean, they're still funny. Um, um, if they have a good team, I'm I'm sure it'll be good. Yeah, that's the thing I worry about. You should re- recreate certain things, especially if like you know. You don't have Tommy, so you can't. You know, it's oh, not the yeah. whole thing. That's like a fresh, that's true. It's like a Fresh Prince reboot. Like, yeah, good uh, Uncle Phil. No, uh, no, uh, that is true. No, it's not not good, not good at all. Just do a cartoon version. That way, you can still put them in there, maybe. Mm. Oh, I'm just pulling shit out my ass. Well, that's what we do here. Um, other than that, speak for yourself. Um, I mean, we can talk about the Grammys, and I don't, I don't, I don't. And it was old news. I don't get why you people, why people, excuse me. When you say you people, it makes it offensive. I know. Even though I say it all the time, so fuck you people. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why people get so offended, especially our people get so offended about uh, the Grammys and their selections and nominations and all this and all that. Like, it's, yeah, who cares? Just watch the show for. Yeah, I mean, I didn't watch it. I just really don't care personally. I already know how it works out. I mean, because. Yeah, no. And it's a lot of really talented people that never even received Grammy. So, I mean, it doesn't or really Grammy hold much. It doesn't really reco- hold much merit if you think about it because I feel like Beyonce and Jay Z are like super fucking successful and wealthy as fuck. And they didn't win anything. No. So, no. and they both had really, really, really good years and dope ass albums. So, I mean, yeah. Like, who cares for real? All right. Everybody was like up in arms about. Scissor and I mean, yes, yeah, didn't win. I Who mean, won Best New Artist then? Um, Elisa Kara. How is she Best New Artist? Here came out years ago. She put out something else after that. But how are you a new stay. artist years later? I mean, well, Caretaker came out a while ago too. Caretaker. That wasn't her song, though. That was a drum song. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, nobody wins. Nobody wants to win Best New Artist wins Best New Artist. I mean, but honestly, I had looked at the list of all the people who won Best New Artist and the people who nominated in the category. And a lot of people in there who won Best New Artist in the Grammys were forgettable. And other people nominated went on to have really nice, long, successful careers. So, like I said, the Grammy really doesn't hold much merit. It was a whole, like... Little wet, like a little article, clickbait article yeah. about all the mm, like people sure. who all the, the history, the history of all the best new artist awards, and it's really not even a big deal. SZA, she deserves a Grammy, but you know maybe next year she's a dope ass artist. I respect her. I fuck with her music, and I don't think her not winning the Grammy is gonna stop anything. She's yeah. still, I mean, J Cole, the apple still, of my eye. 
J. Cole still has resentment for uh, his Grammy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he lost to Adele. I mean, come on, dude. Like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. That's something that you can live with. Yeah, That's I mean, fuck with. yeah. That's something that you can live with. She only makes albums every four years, and they're all fucking phenomenal. Um, yeah, other than that, um, we had a couple decent performances. Um Bruno and Cardi B. That was that was dope. Um, Childish Gambino, dope. I'm glad he uh actually is promoting a new song. What did he sing? I didn't even know he performed. I missed it. I didn't watch the Grammys at all. Yeah. I have not been keeping up with popular culture. I'm just gonna let y'all know. What I do know <laughs> is that, um, you know, I am not a barb. Obviously, I am. I am here for whoever is here for me. And Cardi B is it. Well, I like Remy Ma, too. And Lil' Kim. Well, I guess I like all female rappers except for the ones that don't empower each other. So, I guess that's just thinking me Nosh. Now, um, I know she's probably kicking herself because Cardi B is going on tour with Bruno Martin. She's about to get all of that pop money. And I just think it's hilarious because she's probably mad. I'm just saying. But I just wanted to interject and add that because I'm probably going to go to that concert. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was funny that they're actually sponsored by uh, Cross Colors. Oh, That's yeah. My hilarious. brother brought that up to me, too. I'm like, that is kind of funny. That's hilarious. Please don't go to the concert in Cross Colors, though. Why? I mean, first you got to find some Cross Colors. That's like eBay's type shit. Okay. Sell, well, nothing but a, nothing a Google search can't fix. They don't sell that shit in stores at all. Oh, well. You I know. mean, but they're going to smell like basement, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, well, shit happens, <laughs> you know. Um. Yeah. I, too, have been out of the... Uh, pop culture bubble because um you know sometimes it's good to take a break from that kind of stuff you know very good mm-hmm. i have all i have though been listening to a, a lot of you guys's um podcasts and we have some dope 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 talented people putting out great content every week we are happy to contribute to that stream of dope blackness every yes week. i agree free meek meal free meek meal um, fly eagles fly all that good shit man did you see what the fuck they're doing in philadelphia yep i was just reading an article about that and they were talking about you know Christ. how the how the world and society today handles um a racial protest or whatever in the way they're handling this but that i mean that's this always thing with the white thing. people that's always been kind of thing like sports shit gets ignored if it's some kind of political right. or religious shit or yeah uh, no no y'all can't do that but you know your team won the championship burn this bitch now which really doesn't really make sense at all like i understand like because they're non-violent like i can get mad I can be mad, like, oh, my God, this is a fucked up country and, like, everything is trash. Like, oh, my God, I want to knock this trash can over. But I never desired to hit or set anything on fire out of joy. But, you know, mental health. (laughs) It just really doesn't make any fucking sense at all. But uh, what can you do? (laughs) What can you do? What can you really do about illogical actions such as these? Trust and believe if... um if ever um, the Detroit Lions win Super Bowl, I want no parts of downtown at all. I'm I hope saying. they barricade that bitch off and don't allow nobody down there. <laughs> I'm not because sure. you know who lives down there now? Oh. The people that's going to fuck the shit up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we built this nice suburban. You, you're not going to fuck up our nice ca- Caucasian downtown. Okay, <laughs> with your Caucasian antics. Oh shit, Whole Foods is on fire, baby. Whole Foods on fire, nigga. Motor City, that lit. little alley bar, uh, <laughs> that shit is going down. 
Nigga, campus marshes going down, nigga. <laughs> Niggas in player one playing with this <laughs> playing Tetris with big dicks out and shit. Niggas knocking down shit, sword fighting and shit. It's over. It's going down. Niggas jumping in the fountain and shit. It's going uh, it's going down for sure. In the near future we are going to do a Detroit episode to give you guys a you know, nice little Speaking of Detroit, I don't know if this well actually you know what this is not really a good story, but um, it's like a guy. I mean, well, y'all don't really care, but it was on media takeout, so I'm gonna say it anyway. I guess it was like a Detroit man was he's getting investigated by the police because he was starting to go on a a, a killing spree for of black women. You know, he claimed that the problems within the black community are directly a result of black women. Sounds like he's been on black Twitter. Um, you know, he said, "I will shoot black women in the mouth wow. and shoot them in the vagina, and then about 30 seconds later, I will kill you, useless motherfuckers." That's what he said. Um, Wait, he, you said he was black? Yep, he said the same man threatens to kill the black woman who worked with him as Sterling Stamping. Well, 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 not going to work today, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Watch out, guys. <laughs> oh, shit. Y'all could have saw her face as she gets to... Oh, shit. <laughs> Oh shit! Oh no! That sounds remarkably be close to where I work. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I can't come in today. I'm sorry. Mm, you said. You said. Y'all getting metal detectors? <laughs> they have been searching bags a lot more uh, frequently at work. I can't say that niggas is definitely on edge in our places of um, work. They on some whole ass fuck shit. Well, according to this, that is the case. <laughs> Including the black women that work there. I'm trying to understand <laughs> what we did personally. I didn't do a black ass thing. You know what I'm saying? Not a, uh, ooh, ooh, shit. Oh, Not shit. Ooh. <laughs> Just a little gas. <laughs> wow. Um, shut up. Wow, that is rude. Um, shut up. Also, um, stop posting shit on Facebook. Um, if it's any kind of um, suggestive material, please don't post it. Um, I know we had a situation this weekend where there was some very, very disturbing shit going on on Facebook. And people were clamoring to uh, see. First off, that's sick. I didn't even want to see the shit on my, my timeline. I don't know what's going on. What happened? There was a post of a grown man. And a little girl. And the little girl. Alright. Yep, exactly. Yeah. I'm good. And people were clamoring. Oh, yeah, man. I want to see that sick ass shit. I'll find that motherfucker. It's other ways around that. That's like, you weird know, as fuck. You know, you can actually catch a case from sharing some shit like that. Like, yeah. the feds is watching shit like that. Don't do that at all. Just a little PSA from Uncle Noli. Don't do, don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. At That's all. hilarious. Don't do that. Well, no, at not all. not the situation. No, I'm the uncle. I was like, what the fuck is going on? It's like, oh, this nigga's sick. It's on your timeline. That's weird as fuck. So moving <laughs> on, the Cardi B commercial for uh, what was that? Oh, Alexa. For Alexa was fucking well. You know, let me just say the Cardi B commercial. The, the commercial in which Cardi B was in. Uh, same as uh, Gordon Ramsay, yeah. um, Anthony Hopkins, Rebel Wilson. I was definitely about to call that nigga Hannibal Lecter, but that's not his real name. <laughs> it might as well be. Look, that nigga is creepy in all aspects of life. He is creepy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Jessica. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
<laughs> yeah, the uh, play country music and they playing Cardi B. That shit was hilarious. He said, "No, I, I said country music." I really wish I could do the little bird call thing. I cannot do it. I am not capable of such things. But if I could, people would get sick of my shit. Cause that's how I would call everybody. Because right now, when people call me, I still be like, hello, moto. That's all I got. But if I could bird call, nigga, it'd be over. Like, if I'm like, what up? But I so, can't do it. You, you didn't enjoy what happened to that boy at all? You can't do the chorus? I did it like that. Oh. What happened to that boy? That's not. <laughs> what happened to that boy? What happened to that boy? That's right. definitely what I did. Move right along. All Jesus right. Jesus Christ, that was horrible. That's horrible. It sounds like a bird. No. <laughs> that does not sound like a bird at oh, all. God. At all, that is not what. Besides your um, non-bird bird calling, um, what's on your mind? What has mm, been on your mind? Okay, well, so much. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um. I've been still watching Travelers. I'm so behind on uh, This Is Us, and now I'm scared to watch it because everybody scared the Bruh. shit out of me on Twitter yesterday. Shut up. Bro. Um, so I'm not really ready for that. Bro. Uh, it's something else I was watching. I've been watching How to Get Away with Murder, not by my own selection or choice, but I'm watching with somebody else, and then like, I still don't know what's going on because I'm seasons behind. But it's still a good show. So much has changed. I'm like, oh, they did? Oh, they, oh. Oh, they in jail. Oh. Oh, they fucking. Oh, yeah. well, who knew? Um, try tuning in on a random Thursday to scandal. Yeah, see, I'm not even going to try that shit. I'm really like 10 seasons behind on that, that motherfucker for real. I'm almost caught up on Grey's Anatomy. I love Grey's Anatomy. I can't. I just can't. I just love it. I can't even pretend to get behind on that. Um, trying to think what else. It's the same show every week. Um, fuck on. Uh, so, uh, what is Fifty Shades of Grey? Part three. Fifty Shades Freed comes out this weekend. Definitely going to see that. I'm excited. Um, because I thought I was gonna not be able to see it because it's coming out. On, I thought it was coming out on Valentine's Day, but it's coming out the week before. So I'm kind of hype about that because I have to see it this weekend because I'm actually off with yes. Um, <laughs> it was something else coming out. I think. Oh no, music. Um. Uh, people have been giving the culture to a lot of shit. And because I keep hearing that a lot of the songs sound the same. It's okay. In what aspect? I mean, I'm interested in it. I've been hearing a lot of people say like, oh, you know, the album just all, all the songs sound the same on culture too. Oh, on culture too? Look, I'm tired of the Migos. I'm sorry. Like they they at the point where they're not doing. They need to take a Rihanna pause. Like go the fuck but away. See, I feel like they are what's hot. Like that sound is what. Because honestly, I can. I, I listen. I'm a hip hop head, and I still we have yet to do our real conversation in hip hop, which we're gonna do soon. Um, I'm a music head in general. And I really do appreciate rap, and I appreciate lyricism, and I appreciate all of that stuff. But sometimes I just want to be hype. Sometimes I want to hear some catchy shit that like turn up and shit like that. Because like, I can tell you like all the songs I really really love right now are ratchet as fuck. Like Bank Account by the fucking Twenty One Savage is my shit right now. Roll in Peace by Kodak Black, fucking colorist ass. I love that motherfucking <laughs> song. Um, the Goat. 2.0 with Wale, uh, Eric Billinger, whatever. Yeah. I really like that song. That's not really ratchet, but it's all right. I really like I really like that song. So, like, a lot of the songs I really, really are fucking with right now is, like, kind of fucking urban. Fucking So Good by Big Sean, of course, always. Yeah. Um, Yo Gotti, Juice. Like, a lot of the fucking songs that I'm, like, listening to, like, in my car, like, gigging to and shit, like, fucking ratchet as fuck. All right. 
I mean, but I still have to, you know, to put some little J in there, some J Cole, some, you know, so to the, you know, some Jay Z, you know, a little bit razzle dazzle to um, shake it up. I also heard that uh, Little Wayne's mixtape dedication, whatever, eighteen, was good. The Reloaded version is good. Um, I heard it was really good. Yeah, I only heard a couple songs off of it because um, my friend listened to it, but that's. That's all I know. It's okay. I mean, I'm not really like a huge Little Wayne fan. I'm like, oh my god, he's the um, the best ever because he's just not. But um, I actually been listening to like some old Little Wayne. Like I just added like Project Chick and like Shine to my fucking phone, <laughs> and that shit goes off still. Yes, the beat on Project Chick, nigga, was before its time. Manny Fresh. To be honest with one you, one of the most underrated music. Yeah. I mean, producers in the world. Seriously. Seriously. Like, that beat was before his time. Like, that shit drops. And I was just like, yeah, this is for Keisha. Keisha, what my <laughs> man and her friends. Hey, shit. It's my <laughs> shit. But, um, yeah. Like, so that's really music, whatever. I really, I had this random idea last night that I really want to go to Coachella. I can't go this year. So I'm just hoping that they have a dope-ass lineup for 2019 because I'm definitely trying to be in that thing. I feel like that's one of those experiences that I want. Like, right now, I'm in my prime and, like, my youth. I just want to go there on, like, some hippie shit with, like, some friends. Um, I just need to find more people, I guess, that's in my same, like, space in my life to, like, do shit like that. I mean, you know, people leave their kids at home every day, B. I don't have no friends with no kids. But... I'm just saying, like, my, I mean, I only have two friends. But, yeah, I mean, I do. I've been making new friends. I have. I mean, I've been meeting people through people, so I don't know if that counts. But, like, um, I have been hanging out with my best friend, Courtney, because I've been off the weekends or whatever. And it's been great. It's exhausting, though. Like, I feel like I don't get enough rest and I'm not well rested and all this shit like that because I've been hanging out too much. Right. But it still feels good. Like, even uh, it's good, it's good and it's bad because, like, I know that it's temporary. So I know that eventually I'll get back into my regular schedule and I'll be off Sunday, Monday, Tuesday and not off on the weekends. Um, but I still feel like this is needed. Like, it's a much needed break. From, like, the monotony of my life, like, I've been... Yeah, that schedule change was clutch. I've been having really good experiences, and, like, everything has been great. Um, as far as that goes, like, uh, just hanging out. Like, we had a game night um, Saturday or whatever, and that was fun. We did it at my best friend's house, and, yeah, and drinking and, you know, playing with games. and. Wait, which best friend? Courtney. No, let me text her right now. Um, and chilling and stuff, so it was good. Like definitely ain't getting no invite to that shit. <laughs> it was it was definitely a good experience. Good vibes and chill and shit. And then um yeah. Just pretty much it. I we I think I am off this weekend is the last weekend that I'm off before my schedule go back to normal. And I'm going to enjoy it. I'm just going to like, you know, have fun or whatever like I said I'm going to the movies cuz they got me fucked up. I'm definitely seeing that shit. And all of that. I think that a thing that has been on my mind is that how much I internalize other people's problems and, like, trying not to. Because, like, one of my close friends is, like, going through stuff. And it's, like, it's a hard burden to bear. I don't want to. And it's, like, I feel obligated to. So, it's, like, that's, like, one thing I'm, like, really battling with. It's, like, trying to figure out 
what role I'm supposed to play in this. Like, because you can't fix everybody's problem. And I don't think that you should right. have to feel accountable. You know what I'm saying? Especially because it gets to a point, especially when you're a giver, like I'm a giver, it gets to a point where you have to be like, will this person do it for me? Right. You know what I'm saying? Is this person even able to do it for me? And if so, you know, if not, if that's not the case, then why am I so willing? You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that's a that's a hard pill to swallow. Um, it's a hard pill to swallow. Um, but whatever. Dating has been going really well. I have been talking to somebody I really enjoy, and that's fine. But that's we'll see. Good. We'll see. Congratulations. I know, right? It's weird. It's this, this is actually the – and it's going to relate to the topic that we're talking about later. Um, but this is the first time – in my life where I've dated somebody and we've been like in the same space like I don't know if that makes sense but like you know how like, when you first start talking to somebody like either they're not, they're not giving you what you want or you don't like them enough to what they're, they're doing too much and it's irritating right. I feel like we're like we, we are we like it. we enjoy each other's company the equal amount so we talk and we you know, hang out or whatever and it's like it's even keel it's not like one sided and weird and Messy like it is most of the time with this generation. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. You know, well, it's just life. I also think it's funny that when you are talking to somebody or when you do, like, enjoy anybody's company, that the people that you thought you wanted to fuck with before come out of nowhere. Like, people that you might have been given the time of day that didn't appreciate it at that moment or, like, yeah, coming, coming, no. out, <laughs> coming out the woodworks. No. Because it was like, <laughs> I'm the same person when I like somebody. I don't talk to nobody else. And so, like, talking to somebody, I got like somebody, and he was just blowing me the fuck off. And it's okay. So then I went on a date with this other guy. And I was like, oh, he's cool. And then he just was not panning out. And I was like, oh, well, fuck him. And then, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I like this person. Like, oh, maybe we get to know each other. And it was just like, didn't really go anywhere. And it's like, okay, well, no, I'm good. And it's like, now that I'm completely, like, not, like, completely disinterested, they're like, oh, like, what you doing? What you doing? What you doing? And it's like, nothing. Minding my black ass American business. Oh, last but not least, the last thing that's been on my mind, and the reason I did not say it today. I know y'all, I always say living my best life all the fucking time. Because I really be trying to live my best life. But I found out recently that apparently people have turned living my best life into hoeing. They have said that that means, if you if you say living your best life, it essentially means that you fucking around. I sh- my best friend at work told me that. My best friend Jay told me that. He was like, yeah, so I heard that living your best life has been equated to like being a hoe. Have you heard that? Yeah, I knew that from the beginning. But that's not what I meant when I be saying it. I mean, they don't know that. Huh? They don't know that. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying it like, oh, shit. Like, being the best version of yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, enjoying your life. Doing fun. Having fun things. Like, doing fun. Having fun. Whatever. One of my life's little pleasures is knowing stuff and not telling anybody about them. And just letting them repeat the shit over and over again. It's great. He's a sadist. Did you hear that? <laughs> Did everybody hear that? That he's been letting me pretty much tell the world that I'm a hoe and um, not say anything about it. Oh. They don't judge you. They judge me. Well, I'm not a hoe, hoes. <laughs> I didn't know that that's what that meant. I really just been enjoying my life. Like, <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I've just been, because I feel like my whole life I've been so caught up with, like, expectations and, like, putting my own pressure on myself and, like, having, like, oh, I'm supposed to be doing this, I'm supposed to be doing this. I'm, I'm this age. I should be, have this much accomplished. I should have this much going for me and blah, blah, blah. That now I'm in this space where I'm just, like, living and that's what I mean when I say living my best life. Like, I'm just going with the flow and, like, minding my black ass business and, like, living in my Caucasian home with my racist neighbor upstairs. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, you should be more uh, descriptive next time. I'm just saying. 
Well, now that you guys know, I'm definitely going to try not to say it again, but it's so etched in my mind because I use it a lot and no, I just didn't know. And I was like, like I literally was talking to my best friend and he was just like, yeah, so did you know? And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. But I don't know. Anyways, yeah. Hendrix, what's going on? What's on your mind of your millennial? Um, Well, this is us. Non-spoiler related. Thank you. Don't even do it. I hate people who um, hand out spoilers. Um, yeah, I haven't watched the whole season, like, behind on the whole season, but watching the Super Bowl, they said that, uh, you know, This Is Us is coming on after all. I'm like, okay, that's kind of weird, like, normally it's the news and shit like that, but alright, so I watched, and then they came with, oh, yeah, you find out why or how. Can you tell me? What? I'll Google it. No, I got you, I got you. Um, so, yeah, this- I mean, you don't have to tell me on here. Yeah, I got you. Because somebody else will be like, y'all spoil Yeah, so this episode, we found out how- Jack uh passed away. And um again, non-spoiler related. Uh perfect, perfect episode as always. Like I said, I hadn't watched it in a while, so of course I got this this is us isms and um, you know. Pretend to ball cry like a- Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is us. I really have to be brings, in the mood for that shit because out, I have not watched the episode without crying yet. Brings out emotions in that you didn't know you had, but or um, didn't know you want to explore or yeah. acknowledge but um the way not significant the impact very significant let's just say it was beautifully crafted beautifully crafted um other than that um i had guys night last saturday um why are you talking about our game night nigga i said i had guys night not game night i got a penis that's right yeah living your best life i know um what <laughs> Um, I mean, it's cool. It was cool. Um, couple fellas came over, whatever, and chilled. Um, you know, did guy shit, talk shit, played the game, watched, you know, sports. What, is, what was the club on, uh... He-Man Woman Hater's yep. Club. <laughs> that was not the case at all. That's not the case. We do not hate women at all. Nah. Um, but yeah, that was cool. Um, I don't get a chance to actually, like, you know hang out and enjoy like moments and shit like that because of my schedule so you know breaking the schedule get a chance to um hang out and shit um life overall eh, you know i don't tell people like a lot of shit going on because like casey said you know a lot of people tend to think that that's their burden or you know they kind of um add that to their own burdens and i'm definitely not the person that wants to add my problems to your problems because we all got problems so i kind of grin and bear it and don't tell a lot of people you know shit that's going on in my life but yeah i'm i'm not nah it's not good at all um and i'm kind of like to the point where i'm at ease with it so like, i'm not quite at fuck it yet but i'm at ease like okay this is what's going on this is what i gotta do this is how i gotta move and operate and shit like that like stay focused on you know the task hand and everything and um yeah i'm i'm surviving i'm pushing through it and getting through it and um i'll be okay i'm I'm belief i hope i got faith yeah something like that um other than that like musically the culture too is fucking migos it is what it is like <laughs> it's not you know it wasn't a lot of replay value on it a lot of music that's come out lately hasn't had like replay value to it at all oh the jenner girl had her baby i forgot about that yeah um 
Kylie and Travis Scott welcomed their new baby um, the 1st. Yeah, February the 1st. I um, forgot all about that. Oh, well. I mean, not oh, well, sorry. I'm just... <laughs> I mean, look, it's a lot of stuff surrounding that because um, somebody pointed out that he, she took a picture in September and um, she had, like, a flat, flat, flat stomach. Like, flat. Not even, like, posing flat. Like, her shit was just flat. And that's supposed to be, like, her six-month mark, I believe. Around Some people don't show, though, until late though rough like i think no it must have been like four the four month mark and um yeah so i mean well chloe's like actually pregnant pregnant um kim used the surrogate kylie's been out of um like she's been in the house or some shit like she's, that she said that though she said that she really wanted to which actually honestly i was talking to somebody about that i just talked to my best friend about it she's like that's the most human thing i've ever seen a kardashian do like choose like you know i want to be a mother you know whenever i go out i'm hassled by paparazzi like so i really just chose to do that and like be you know to myself and with my family and with my man and just enjoy that and like being a mother and stuff is important to me and like not being out in the media and flaunting and using it for financial gain like that's the most human thing he's ever seen I mean, out I of a Kardashian because that video was beautiful yeah I wouldn't watch it 11 minutes any Kardashian <laughs> it was cute including Kim's porno no. oh no, well no. I mean she's always naked so you don't really have to watch the video of that it. is true true yes. true 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 um other than that man it's just you know winter time sucks like I really am tired of the snow not I gonna thought, hold you up I'm tired of the shit I thought we were like done but I thought we were done too it's about to snow like three times this week that little rat saw his shadow and shit so we got some more shit to go groundhog deck happened already yeah it's the second and he saw yeah we got six more weeks so yeah great 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 news on that that end um yeah i'm just i'm tired of snow and cold and i really want to move i really do i really do i'm tired i'm really tired are you looking into it yep yeah i mean i don't know i had the opportunity like a couple years ago to leave but i didn't leave um yeah, I mean, it was a good decision at the time, but, uh, you know, how you kind of, like, the hindsight shit, like, well, you know, some shit didn't work out, so, like, well, I probably could have actually left and came out a little bit better, so, yeah, that's cool, you yeah. we gonna work on that again, you know, I love my, 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 my state, it's a great state, but, uh, it's not a lot of opportunities for people at all, no, not really, not really, sorry. Interesting perspective. Going on tangent, sorry, um, but that was it, yeah, we gonna wrap that up. All right. Hey, well, now that we're done with the depressing segment, um, <laughs> then you miss me. I know, right? Everyone's now listening to their tornado playlist and slitting their wrist. Now, moving right along. Where was I? Okay, first off, well, before you do that, we actually got um, a real dope review. Um, we mentioned him before. We actually been getting, getting a lot of love in general lately. And, and we thank you and appreciate all your support right. from all the like amazing, dope, talented other, you know, our fellow creatives that support us and love us and we support and love you too. Because right, we be feeling neglected out here, you know, a lot of times, you know, we ain't as popular or as, you know. We be out the loop. Friendly and shit. Like, is he not friendly, I'm friendly though. But he be out, we be out the loop though. Yeah, so, you know, thank Thank you guys for showing us love we appreciate it we we're trying we're doing the best you know uh, living our best podcast life you know <laughs> we <don't want> it. <laughs> 
We a whole show? We we about to. We about to very shortly. Um but uh gentleman Ralphie Boy, we um shouted him out uh, a couple weeks ago. He left us a, a dope ass review on um iTunes. Um if you want to, you can send it um search for uh two awkward millennials, uh leave us a rating, a review, um subscribe, download, you know share all of that stuff. I know I mentioned a couple episodes back that we're gonna do another like review giveaway soon. I just haven't really been i just been forgetting about it so once i plan out the details once we plan out the details whether and figure out what we're gonna do then we'll go from there yeah i completely forgot about it but his review kind of sums up our podcast in a nutshell (laughs) um he wrote it's not often you find a romantically involved pair that can live and work together even less often do you find that same pair still working together after they split up that's the kind of real chemistry these two hosts have together. I look forward to Monday now. Never really had a reason before. They play off one another in a very easy to listen to way. They also speak specifically about very tough issues in a way that serves to elevate you. We need more young black folks doing things like this. Oh, I feel all fuzzy inside. Yeah, so thank you. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, that's pretty much us at this point in time. Like, yeah, definitely for that's sure, us. for sure. That's us. For sure, for sure. If you want to talk to us directly or, you know, directly, um, you can email us at um, ask2ampodcast at gmail.com. That is the number two. Send any questions, comments, or concerns you may have. And we will answer them a lot on the show or just write you back in a quick little email, whatever, you know, saying catch at whatever you want to (laughs) do. It's all good. It's show world, boo. Now, let's argue. I I think. I don't know. So, so, well, maybe not argue. (laughs) So, this week, um, I don't know if you guys saw it. Or no, what is it last week? I don't know. So it was a um an article and a post, I would say, um, that Leslie Jones had put up. She put up a post um on her Instagram, I believe. Or no, it was on Twitter. And she said, you know, okay, back to cardio. There's a picture of her in the gym and she said, Back to cardio, the confession, I feel like I'm doing it for nothing. I know it's not I know I'm not or whatever. I'm healthy and I look good, but I really feel like what is it all for? If the people you want to don't notice, I just feel like I might die alone. Sorry, this is pretty heavy today. Um, she posted that, and it was an article that was, um, I think it was on MadamNord.com, and it was saying, like, Leslie, Leslie Jones says dating for her is so hard. She feel like she might die alone, and it, further, and it inserted that post inside of the article right. um, <clears throat> that they put. Um, it's a lot of different things I want to explore with this. I've seen another article, which is the aspect that I wanted to explore. It was an article saying about pretty and attractiveness being a privilege that we don't acknowledge. Um, that was one angle. And then it was also another angle that I wanted to explore as far as like, uh, what did I text you? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm forgetting. It was another angle that I had today, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Pretty privilege, and it was something else. It was a privilege, pretty, pretty privilege. No, it was just pretty privilege. Oh, okay. So we're just going to talk about the, you know, the privilege of being attractive, and like I guess kind of like what that, how that affects your dating life, and then also how can it affect I guess like your, your value and your like your self worth. And all of those things, because I feel like those definitely are things that are affected by attractiveness, and we don't necessarily always think about how it can affect any like affect our day to day. So, what, what do you what do you think? I mean, 
Well, you're asking the wrong person here because um, my um, insecurities are sky high. But, uh, you <laughs> okay. know, people people tend to tell me that I'm a very handsome and attractive young man. Um, I mean, I don't I don't know. Like, I'm not... I remember I'm not, like... I don't think I've gotten any advantages off of my looks. Like, I feel like... I don't even, I don't even think I... Yeah, I haven't... You know, I don't... It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen for me. I'm sorry. I mean, my height doesn't help at all. So, you know... Maybe, do, you don't, do you just think that you don't realize that it happens to you? Probably. I'm very uh, naive to a lot of stuff. Like, I know... Like, you peep shit out, like, all the time. Like, oh, she like you. I'm like, who? That one? No, I never talked to that motherfucker day in my life. Like, if you don't think that people, like... I mean, see, that's the thing. It's a privilege that we oftentimes don't acknowledge and. I think it's almost a privilege that is fleeting. I mean, obviously, it's a thing to be um, traditionally aesthetically attractive, right? Right. It's certain things like, you know, how symmetric your face is or, like, you know, stuff like that. And right. um, certain features, if you have nice lips or if you have a cute nose or if you have, you know, a different um, color eyes or certain type of hair, you know, complexion can play a role in that. You know, if you have nice skin... Like, all type of things can play a part in it, is what I'm saying. It's not necessarily, I don't think any of these things operate on their own. I mean, right. some of them can, probably. But, uh, well, yeah, if you talk about the black community, like light-skinned women, you can look like anything. But as long as you're fair-skinned, you'll be considered attractive. That's the thing. Yeah, it's still, no, but okay. Um, or, like, uh, so that's not, I mean, I guess that's the only thing I can think that operates on its own. But, I mean, that's the thing. You don't really... Acknowledging pr- pretty privilege, I think, is hard because I feel like it puts people in a position that they're unfamiliar with. Because it's the same way when we ask, like, Caucasian people to acknowledge their white privilege. No, if no. you're actually experiencing it and living in it, you don't. No. You don't. You're like, that doesn't exist. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it might be the way people interact with you. I'm sure it's the way people interact with me, the way. People might approach me, you know what I'm saying, the way um, people feel about me. The vibe that they get. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, anything might I mean, be it, different. It does play into, like, how you hold your, like, you know, how you hold yourself. Like, you know what I'm saying? You might not be the most attractive person in the world, but if you hold yourself, you know, highly, you think highly of yourself and have confidence in everything, that might make you somewhat attractive because, you know, this is somebody who's oozing confidence. Like you like I, I do know that is true. I will say that confidence helps a lot. Like, I mean, obviously, I'm one of those people that grew into my looks, right? right. But as you grow into your looks, I don't think I look any different, like dramatically or drastically different than I did in the past. But what has changed is my growth and development as a person and as a result, my growth and development and my confidence. So it's like before I was filled with like so much self-doubt and now it's just like yeah, no, like just kind of fine, just kind of everything. You know what I'm saying? And and it takes getting to that place where like that confidence definitely plays a role in your attractiveness because I know I've brought it up to like my friends before where it's just like, I don't really care about stuff like that because because I have been on the other side of I don't want to say I've been on the other side of pretty pretty privilege because I don't necessarily want to say I was ever maybe aesthetically unattractive, but um, being on the side of oh, oh, sorry being on the, <laughs> being on you said multitask <laughs> being on the side of um, 
maybe not being, you know, the person that is like desirable or wanted, especially when I was younger. Like I was like elementary school, maybe. Right. Um, of like I've had friends that were aesthetically attractive, like lighter skin and like maybe light eyes, maybe pretty hair, you know, maybe skinny and petite and all this stuff like that. I had a lot of people like that around me that were considered desirable. And I know it's crazy to even say that as uh, being that young, being a child still in a very weird way. I um I was I was like chubby as a kid. I was dark skinned. It was before we was popping, you know what I'm saying, before melanin was good and all that stuff like that. <laughs> so it was not like I was not treated as an attractive person. You know what I'm saying? I was not regarded highly of no one like had a crush on me no one wanted to date me no one was interested in me in that way when I was when you know what I'm saying at that point and I don't know if it was completely based on confidence but like because I've seen like I've seen both sides of it it's almost now to the point where it's overwhelming and it's kind of like it's an extreme right because it's I'm trying to make a, a collective thought a real thought it's an extreme. I it's, it's extreme on both sides, right? Because if you're an attractive person, you've been attractive, and you experienced it. You're used to like getting hit on, people wanting your attention, people doing things to get your attention. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's you know just hitting on you or trying to get your number or trying to appease you, trying to give things to you, trying to provide to you, trying to do anything. You know, feed you, whatever things that people do for attractive people, right? Mm-hmm. And but. For someone who gets that all the time, it can get to the point where it that feels like a burden, right? Yeah. And then on the like other end, keep up with that you're not you're not thinking of the other side of the person that's getting absolutely no attention. Because I'm definitely one of those people that stand firmly behind ideas. That, like I know it's a lot of people that are like, you know, extremely introverted and they feel like they don't need anybody. I'm introverted too, but I'm not. I'm also really into like my mental health, and I'm not ridiculous enough to think that I don't need anybody. Like, even though I'm an introvert and I don't mind being alone, like, right. in my own space and in my own solitude, nice I know that out. solitary confinement is, is a punishment for a reason because as, as human beings, we need companionship. Right. And so if you're in a position where you're not getting any attention from anybody and you feel like your life is a waste, that can be a burden. Like, that's a privilege <laughs> that people who are attractive don't know that they have. That idea, like, you know, I might die alone. I felt like that before, especially when I felt like I was unattractive and no one wanted me. And I was like, oh, I'm overweight. And I'm just like, why would anybody? I'm disgusted with myself. Who would want to look at me? And, yeah. you know, feeling like I'm going to die alone, feeling like no one's going to ever want me. And knowing that it was nothing I could do about it. And I feel like it was crazy because you can hear somebody just complaining, like, oh, these guys are. All these girls, you know what I'm saying, like having options. You don't think about not having options when you've always had them and the effect that that can have on you. Yeah, I mean, even speaking back to um, the Leslie Jones aspect of it, um, Leslie Jones, I wouldn't necessarily call her attractive, but I would see that she's a dope-ass person. You know what I'm saying? So it would take somebody to accept the fact that she's a dope-ass person and not take, you know what I'm saying, not be interested in having this uber attractive person and i think a lot of people do fall into that category where they're naturally good people but they have some kind of um superficial flaw to them and a lot of people aren't mature enough to actually um be willing to bypass that and you know acknowledge the fact that yeah okay you can have this i know plenty of attractive people who are fucking idiots and horrible people to be around (laughs) So, you know what I'm saying? I would be much more interested in, you know, somebody who's... I think I actually posted it, like, you know what I'm saying? It was more so... It was it was 
sex but he was like uh i don't really give a fuck about sex like can i hang around you and not get bored or irritated or you know what i'm saying Do you, can you you know stimulate me and make me feel better you know what i'm saying like can we just have a good time like i don't give a fuck how you look per se but yeah i need to be able to be around you and be comfortable in my own skin and shit and i think a lot of attractive people don't have to deal with actually building like personalities and stuff like that like <clears throat> you can kind of be trash because you look good like that's that's kind of the thing like a, a lot of attractive people are not uh very good human beings at all so you know what i'm saying like and to piggyback off what you said like i look the same for like the last uh shit 15 16 17 years like I, I i have not developed any like facial thing like i still have the exact same facial hair as like what tim gray like well, my shit's still the same like same haircut you know what i'm saying like I haven't done a lot to change me. Like, you know what I'm saying? I've had series um, where I've gained weight, you know, not substantially. Um, I've had um, periods where I've gotten, like, ridiculously small. Um, You know what I'm saying? But for the most part, like, I am who I am. I've been who I am. So... You know what I'm saying? I don't necessarily know what what kind of attractiveness I I bring because I've never, you know what I'm saying? I've always been in the middle. I've never been like uber attractive or I haven't developed this flaw that made me uber unattractive. Like I've kind of just been in the middle. So, you know what I'm saying? It's weird when people say that they have like, oh yeah, I like to, you know. 10 years ago and shit like that or five years ago and i remember i saw you and like oh he's the cutest person in the world like really like i okay fine like i look the same like i know somebody actually told me i look old like i'm starting to actually look my age and i'm like i kind of look the same like nothing happened like maybe you know i don't i don't do the selfie shit because it's the same shit it's literally the same shit like I, I don't change maybe by you know i don't cut my hair or something like that but it's literally me in the same fucking light in vain all the time like i haven't changed so i don't know what it's like to be you know what i'm saying attractive i always looked at myself as normal i've never looked at myself as ugly or i mean i say i, I say i'm ugly all the time because you know <clears throat> when i was younger i was that um arrogant asshole who was cocky and conceited yeah mr conceited at yahoo.com or whatever your fuck out email was or yeah that shit. was look my my high school shirt actually my nickname in high school is actually mr perfect so um yeah i mean that wasn't like something you know what i'm saying i didn't call myself that that was something that was bestowed upon me like that was my nickname so uh yeah so i, I feel like it's fair to say that you have a uh, attractive privilege that you don't even actually realize yourself maybe at one point in time, I did, but I actually got, you know what I'm saying? I matured and became an adult and understood that it's a lot of different things that can make you attractive or also make you unattractive. Because sometimes that attitude, you know, we all know people who don't really got it, but they, you know, they act like they got it. And you know what I'm saying? Is that is that pretty privileged? Like, you know what I'm saying? Is, can your attitude be pretty privileged? I mean, maybe ultimately it's a thing. It's a combination of things. Maybe it's not just, a, maybe it's not just maybe like traditional attractiveness that that grants you pretty privilege. Maybe it's those things all together, like having being desirable, right. being wanted, 
you know, so people want to be friends with you, people want to be with you. It maybe that's it's a combination okay. of those things. Okay, I get that. Because I'm- I can be Okay, now it was a point that I wanted to pick you back off what you said. You were saying about people who might be like have bad attitudes or stuff like that and they're attractive. I think that is a, a amazing point. And I want to say that because it's a way that I think you act differently if you've experienced different things, right? So I don't know aesthetically how I've appeared to other people my entire life, right? But I know that when I was younger, I was considered unattractive. And I know that people were, you know ashamed to date me or they had friends that told them that they couldn't date me even if they liked me because I was not aesthetically appealing right. you know um it was a time in my life where I was so it was I was way young but you know I like to get real real on the show so I don't give a fuck I'll, I'll say it I was way young but this is dark so sorry and I apologize to any victims of this um I was so insecure and depressed at a very young age about my appearance that it was at one point that I was just for sure that the only way I could ever possibly have sex is if I was like raped right. and like then it was like but who would rape this ugly black fat girl right like that's that's how that's how bad my psychosis was to be like to be broken down so bad that that was a, how I felt and I wonder right as someone who has this thing that is almost fleeting attractiveness like right now like now like the life that i live this body that i am in or whatever this that i'm owning my soul is operating whatever um i'm considered attractive right and so it's like i've been on both sides and i wonder if that's why i'm the way that i am because so more times than not when I come across people, especially men, actually even women, they're surprised by how nice I am, surprised by how sweet I am, that I'm smiley and attentive and like personable and all of those things because they don't expect that of a woman that is as attractive as they consider me to be. Yeah. And that's what I thought was an interesting point. We were saying like how attractive people don't necessarily have to be Right. You know, personable. And I wonder, is that because, like, maybe it's, like, if you were attractive forever, like, if all you've known was people always telling you how wonderful and great you are, do you, you know what I'm saying, you just get to a point where it's like, okay, well, people aren't like me regardless, regardless of who I am as a person. And I didn't get that luxury because it, I was later in age when I got to the point where people were just like, oh, my God. Like, it's still, it's shocking to me. You know what I'm saying? People... Men, women tell me I'm beautiful or fine over me or taste me or like me or tell me I'm beautiful, fine, sexy, anything. Wait, it's still, it's crazy. I get so much attention. Hold on, tell me, did you say taste? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was being serious. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, it's still, it's weird to me and it's overwhelming. Like, I get, and I don't want this to come off awkward, any, I mean, um, arrogant anyway I get so much attention now that it's almost uncomfortable cause it's just like I literally look in the mirror like do I look different cause you know <laughs> like, right. like oh my god you're so fine like, oh my god and I'm like am I like when did when did I get to this point in when my life where I was did this happen right it's like when did I get to this point in my life where I was this because I've been on the complete opposite side of that and so that's and that's a reason I think that I that people are shocked you know what I'm saying? From that point that you mentioned, people are shocked by how I am as a person. 
when they meet me because of how they already have attractiveness pegged in their minds. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess. I mean, I, I fall into that, like, with the... Um, I know I did for a long time, especially, you know, nowadays with social media and shit. Like, you get the, the broad band of, like, people's standards and shit. You know how you read, like, this standard or whatever. Like, I know recently they put out the height list and shit for, like, males and females and mm-hmm. shit. It's like, well, why? Why I gotta be all that? Like, so, okay, I'm this. Like, I'm never gonna be that. Like, height ain't shit I can change at all. Like, height, it's not gonna happen. So I'm just gonna be stuck right here. Okay, like that's that's fine. Like Casey's like a, I think he's like a point guard or some shit like that. Like, well, why? You know what I'm saying? Like, why I gotta be that? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I mean, I think a lot of things that you, you know, what I'm saying a lot of things that you think about yourself play into. Um, I know, especially now for you, like a lot of things. I told you, it was like the glow. Remember, we talked about this for like mm-hmm. months and months. Like, you know what I'm saying? You develop this new confidence in yourself, and that brings upon attention. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've always been very low key and shit like that. So, people have been low key with me. Like, people have always low key, you know, oh, I liked you and this and that. Like, but I ain't want to tell you because, you know what I'm saying? I had my um, resting nigga face on it. At all times. I'm sorry. It's just like, it's, it's pretty much like full on makeup, you know, every day. Um, but I'm not mean, you know, I'm, I'm nice. Like, I'll talk to you, converse, you know, we have a nice little conversation and shit like that. Like, I'm very personable, like, you know what I'm saying? But people yeah. don't, people don't realize that just looking at you like, okay, they, he cute, but he look mean as hell, so I ain't gonna talk to him and shit like that. You know, certain shit like that. I mean, I think a lot of it is, like, your perception of yourself um, placates to the perception that people have of you. Like, you can look at Rihanna, you can tell that she feels like she's the shit, which is why we feel like she's the shit. Or a Beyonce or something like that. You know what I'm saying? But you can tell the fakers and shit like that. I ain't gonna name no names. You know, little Barbie doll and shit like that. You know, you you say that you feel this way, but you know it's not coming across that same way. You know what I'm saying? It's not a yeah. gen- it's not a genuine feeling. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's that's the thing. Like when people are insecure about certain things, that's what they broadcast to everybody else. So that's how that's why everybody else treats them that way. Unfortunately, and you know. What saying when you feel like you the shit and you know people might take you as the shit simple as that even though you might not be the shit people will take that's you, true people will take you as the shit i can see that yeah. i mean it's it's honestly it's definitely plausible i will i'm definitely it took me a while to get to the point where i acknowledge that privilege privileges exist, but i know that it does i actually, honestly no i'm not gonna say that i'm not gonna say that i didn't think it exists because i know it did because i was on the other side of it it's just i think being on this side of it is what it's just like a different a different i guess perspective of it yeah but i've definitely noticed from when i was younger and like you know being out with my friends and being the only person that not get hit on and like you'd be like oh what's up your friend or like people disapproving of people even being friends with me or being seen with me or being hang- or hanging out with me like i've been on the other side of it and so i acknowledge that what it means to be attractive was things that granted you access to certain things whether it was fit people or, or areas or certain spaces that you know being unattractive didn't allow you it didn't even give you a seat at the table for lack of better term depending on you know who was eating at that bitch right because like even when we started dating like you felt like oh i was ashamed to you know take you out in public and shit like that like no i just i don't go out in public like that's, that's it like i, I chill like right like, but, I'm, but i mean that's what i'm saying like it really just but it was your mindset at the time yeah where, at the time you know like I was, I was i was i was insecure and it just it, like it's really like a lot of like growth and like like literally personal growth and i almost feel like 
someone who is experiencing it now might not feel like, might not understand where I'm coming from. If they look at me as aesthetically, uh, traditionally attractive, right? they're not going to feel what I'm saying. Right. Like, I posted selfies this weekend. Because like, it's the same as, because um, like Megan Good, I guess, commented, unless Lucy Jones didn't, like, try to give her, like, words of encouragement. It's just like, Wait, well, no. it's not really helping. No. Megan Good's been, like, cute since she was... I know, but she was like trying to give her words of encouragement. That's what I'm saying. Like they were pretty much like, "No, you're not the, you not no, like you don't understand. Like your cute ass don't understand. Like that was pretty much the, the reaction to that. She was fucking cute on Friday. People was just like, "Yeah, nah, you've been fine forever." She was cute on Friday, and so it was like people like that try to understand. It's kind of like being like super healthy and in shape and fit, and then like you have like. You trying to encourage like your fat friend, and they like, but you don't understand. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of that same thing. Like, I don't need advice from you. Right. You know what I'm saying to tell me how I should be because you don't understand what I'm going through. You got abs, I got rolls. Like, yeah, are you, like it's not the same. Why are you talking? So I definitely get it. I, the other angle I was saying because in those comments from the post of uh, Leslie Jones, the article, oh. people were saying oh, that. No, it was a woman. She's like, I'm tired and drained. I'm sorry, but why do women? I'm sorry, but why do women do this? Why do women do this to themselves? Are men cutting the carbs because they are afraid they'll die alone? And what's wrong with dying alone? Y'all have got to be got to have more purpose in life than to be somebody, someone's, some someone's. What? She just worded this wrong. Sorry. That's the kind <laughs> someone of else, somebody, or some shit. She tried to say, um, be something for you for once. I'm crying because I don't understand how in 2018, with women like Oprah and Shonda Rhimes being, um, why being a partner or a mate is still important. Now, this is a this is an issue for me. I've said this before on the show about how I hate how people demonize people who want companionship. Um, because I'm completely independent. I'm compl- I've been single. I've uh, most of my life to be honest. I've, well, I guess most people have. Well, no, depending on how old you are. Um, I've been single most of my life and. I don't find worth necessarily in being somebody else's somebody else, whatever the fuck they were trying to say. But like I said in the beginning of this, I feel like as humans we desire companionship, and that is like one of the most human things. Yeah. You know, something that we have, like that one of the most human feelings. It's just to have somebody else. Even the introverts, you know, are married or have girlfriends or boyfriends. Like, it's not like you want to completely just be alone and die alone. I don't think anybody wants to feel unaccounted for and just, like, kind of, like, you know, put on a back burner. And so I kind of really get agitated when people say stuff like this. Like, oh, we're meant now. That was the the deeper point that I was going to go into is I was saying, you know, the the commenter went on to point out how different men and women view relationships. Like, is it the case where it's like women, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be have mates and men don't. And they were saying like, you know, like the level of importance for relationships and connections with women is way stronger than it is for men. And how that, I guess, plays into gender roles or whatever. Um, I mean, it's more about the maturity aspect of men and women. Women mature way faster than men. So a woman to add um, 
Casey's age is ready for marriage. A man in Casey's age is just still looking for the baddest bitch in the city. You know what I'm saying? And it's unfortunate, but I think a lot of times you have to, I mean, because it's not everybody. You can't put everybody in that box because a lot of people Casey's age are out here trying to, you know, live their best life. And, you know, some men Casey's age are ready to settle down and have kids and family and, you know, buy a house, white picket fence, a little puppy dog and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So it is um, subjective, but it really goes back to the fact that um, you guys mature faster than us. That's pretty much what it is. And even in, like, world views, like, a lot of women will take something that they don't necessarily want because they see potential. Guys will take what they see and not look at, you know what I'm saying, what is going to happen down the road, if that makes any sense. Like, you know, the baddest bitch in the club right now, today, in five years, might look like Jasmine Guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that that's just... <laughs> I hate that you shook your head like that. (laughs) That's just the reality of it. But you can have somebody like a Casey's who if five years ago you took the time to invest and encourage and nurture and shit you would get what you have in Casey today like a lot of dudes aren't in it for that long process like it is a process you have to work with people you know people have glow ups late in life like it's not always like you know it's just like the finished product you, you're never going to get the finished product some people progress some people regress you know what I'm saying look at like a, a Sam Smith for example he talked and talked about his weight and how he didn't feel like he was you know he fit that that music industry stereotype for what he was putting out and shit and we loved him regardless and he lost all his weight and we don't love him as much anymore because he looks, <laughs> he looks weird as fuck so you know what I'm saying like it's a lot of times it's, it's just a matter of you know what I'm saying men and women differ in what they want now as opposed to what they want in the future. Like, yeah. We don't see the future as vividly as, as women do. Yeah, I feel like women, we just... I mean, I don't know if it's almost like... I don't know if it's shit science, maybe. <laughs> Which is actually ironic because like men are so slow on the uptake and they die sooner. So it's just kind of like y'all don't even have as much time as we do in the literal thanks, sense. Thanks for pointing that out. I'm just saying for all you niggas out here still hoeing. But it's kind of like, it's almost uh, relative to like mu- the music industry. I know people like, I think um, Hendrix pointed out not so long ago about how you, know, you listen to this music and it's like all these niggas is married but you're not thinking about that. you just sitting there like I dog hoes, I dog hoes roof. And you're not thinking about the fact that these niggas guys married with happy ass families and you sitting here talking about fuck these hoes, they hoes, these hoes ain't loyal. And it's just like Right, you live in a lifestyle without actually knowing that it's an art form. Like all this shit is not for real. Right. Like deal in reality. Don't don't deal in what you see. It's just crazy. But I mean I do feel like the expectation is different. Like, maybe it's because, like, I mean, biologically, obviously, women are, like, racing against a clock. We go through menopause. It gets to a point where we can't do it anymore. Not do it, but you know what I mean? <laughs> we can't have kids. And, you know what I'm saying? You get to the point like, oh, old age. And you think about stuff like that. About, like, oh, your child-rearing years. And you think about the time that you have if you want to have children and stuff like that. Um, I don't think it's anything wrong with having aspirations of being a wife or a mother. I don't think it's anything wrong with, like, wanting to share your life with somebody um, I don't think, and I also don't think that's a feeling exclusive to women. You know, I feel like, especially from my experience of what I've seen and the people around me, I know just as many young males married mm-hmm. as I do as young females. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
people who are in stable, healthy relationships. And okay, well, I can't agree with that. Well, we know, I know your friends, so. <laughs> But people who are in um, stable, healthy relationships and people who have chose to settle down, I don't think that's mutually exclusive to women. Um, I think it's. I think honestly, it plays a. It plays a maturity. Maturity plays a huge role. I hate you. Yes, maturity I hate you. plays a huge role in this. Um, I feel like it. That aspect of like being an adult and feeling like I want to settle down. It's a, a grown up feeling, and you have to be there and be in that space and that mindset. Um, um, a lot of males may not feel that way if they haven't lived and they haven't experienced, or maybe they didn't have they don't have their life together. Like if I'm a guy and I might not have the best job, or I'm a guy and I might have a few kids and I ain't got the best job, and I got a crazy baby mama, and my life not together, and I might still be living in my mama's house. I might not be thinking about marriage in the same way that my counterpart who has an established career and all his whole life together. I mean, but them be like the most, you know, the most bothered dudes. So they, they think they high shit, bro. Yeah, they do. But that's, <laughs> that's the thing. That's a, I feel like that's the reason why marriage sounds so scary to those kind of people because it's just like, what? Like, I'm living my life. And like his living his life is like smoking the blunt every day and like drinking bottles of Hennessy at the club. Or some shit. You throwing shots. MVIP. I know you throwing shots. I'm not throwing shots at anybody in particular. I'm just saying in general sense that that's what I see when I think of young, you know, men that you just want to just. At a lot of people right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not. I mean, not specifically. I literally was just like, and, and I'm thinking about the the men that are like, settle down for what? And it's always like that, like the ratchet niggas that's like trying to live their best life forever. Like this, I just want to fuck bitches and. You know, especially because, like, all that stuff is experience. So, like, that's the thing. If you're 20, I'm in my late 20s. You're 28, 29, 30 even, even slightly older. That's why I say it's a matter of maturity. Because even as a man, right, that's a good solid 10 years at least of fucking all the bitches. You know what I'm saying? Of doing all the things, going to all the strip clubs, fucking all the hoes, running all the trains, whatever you desire to do, right? Well, all right. I'm just being, I'm keeping it a book. <laughs> That's too much. I'm keeping it a book. So you done done all of the things. The average guy that had, you know, went on and got a career. Like, that was what he was doing when he was a teenager and everything like that. And now he could be ready if he didn't met wifey to settle the fuck down. But if you... Who started having kids at 15, didn't get to live your best life, and now you still just want to live it forever. Your aspirations and your reality might be different. That's all I'm saying. Because a lot of that stuff comes with young, old age and maturity. Like, mature. Not mature. Mature. Vice versa. Same. Yeah, because in my um, dating, I have ran into um, a lot of females like that who, you know, li- live their best life, you know, as a, a youth. And now they have these, you know, they have like three, four kids and shit like that. But they want to settle. You know what I'm saying? Like now it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking for a husband. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, no, I'm good. Like, no. You know what I'm saying? Not to be, you know, mean or rude and shit like that. It's like, yeah, like, you know, I I ain't really about that life. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can make exceptions. But that, no, that's too much for me. No. Yeah. And it's it's a matter. You have to be honest with yourself, too, and not waste your time as a woman. I know I'll be on here preaching all the time jeez but it really is you have to put your i put my cards on the table immediately like look nigga i am 20 i'm 27 i'm just joking i'm 27 years old 
um, I'm not about to play with you. <laughs> and that's why I said it really is a matter of where you are in your life. And I feel like that's another thing about dating somebody equally yoked to you is because they might be more in a space that you are too. Like if he didn't went off to college and fucked all the hoes and had all the experiences and been successful and had the hoes from that and experienced all of that at 20 you know at 27 28 30 you know whatever he might be more ready to be like oh i finally found a good girl because he didn't date it around so much he just seen the trash so you know what i'm saying the person who actually has the experiences is, is probably actually going to be more open to seeing your worth yeah because they didn't deal with all the trash ass people so they're like wow like she not like nobody else i ever dealt with you know what i'm saying or you also have that uh unfortunate catch 22 that you have dealt with so much trash that when you actually find something that is uh not trash at all you still have that trash ass mentality so i mean well people yeah. be damaged all the time i mean yeah but i mean yeah i mean what you gonna do about that <laughs> Niggas be out here damaged. Females be out here damaged. People just be damaged as fuck and damaging other people because hurt people hurt people and that's what the cycle continues. Yeah. Um, Suicide shots. But yeah, I just <laughs> just think that um, finding somebody equally yoked to you. So I definitely feel like men and women are statistically on different levels and they play different roles. I mean, that differs across generations, across ethnicities and everything like that because I feel like some other cultures get married way younger than black people. But that but a lot of them are more we that's a whole nother conversation about systematic oppression and racism and everything else and about where the black men are. I think we got we got our topic for next week. I wanna talk about that shit. But I'm not doing that right now. So, um that's, that's gonna wrap it up. You know, um if you are worried about dying alone, you are fair to think about that. It's okay. Don't let nobody take your shine, but also don't beat yourself up about it because you have to be confident and build yourself up and develop that force field of confidence around around you and make it impenetrable or you know just get a group of you know like-minded individuals and um just be sister wives and stuff like that oh i forgot to even mention that <laughs> wow i'm gonna mention that next week all right well that's gonna wrap it up for let's argue um hendrix was kind of gears uh snow um this cold ass weather um what's also grinding my gears is um I don't want to say haters, but people who ran on other people's parades. Like, I dealt with that a lot in the past week. Um, it's more so in the... It was, this was actually more so in the sports realm. Um, Pistons acquired Blake Griffin. You know, he's a superstar. Yeah, superstar, whatever. First time we actually have a superstar in, like, forever, forever, forever. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, a lot of people shit on it. We gave away too much and this and that and blah, blah, blah. Like, let's just let people have fucking fun with shit like it's okay bro it's cool you know what I'm saying? That that goes to all aspects of life. Like you might not feel like the shit is. Yeah, we're 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 trucking along right here. Um, you might not feel like something is like great, but if somebody else feels like something is great, like let them have it. I know I got a lot of backlash last night about um my comments on Justin Timberlake. Like I didn't like it. If you liked it, cool. I'm not gonna say, oh yeah, no, no. I'm not gonna comment on your shit. Like no, that shit was trash, b. No, I said it was trash on my, you know, my personal personal social media and um yeah you disagree voice that on your own shit leave me the fuck alone um <laughs> other than that um just uh this parking situation at work is like grinding my fucking gears and i'm about to head straight into that shit unfortunately um mm. 
into the fire. Yeah, into the, the deep fire. Um, unfortunately, you know, overpopulation is actually a real thing. Like the world is overpopulated, and for whatever reason, people still try to cram, you know, an excess of people into small spaces. Why I have no idea, but um, yeah, good luck to me today. Um, what's grinding your gears? Um, only thing grinding my gears is the medical industry. Um, mainly <laughs> dentistry. And the reason I said it is because, like, um, anybody who has, like, insurance knows that you have, like, a cap on stuff like that. And so, like, I got in the same, like, month, like, fill-ins. And then I went back and they was like, oh, no, you need a root canal on the same fucking tube. And so my, my insurance company was like, bitch, what? No, nah, we already did that. Um, and so it was just kind of like, I'm going to have to pay for some shit out of pocket. And it was like, I couldn't even get the whole root canal because it was, I was close to my maximum or some shit. That was just some bullshit And it's just like I ain't use this shit I just started using it Today And you talking about I'm out of the shit Like what are you talking about It's just some bullshit So um, I feel like I got I got Like what is Bamboozled There we go Cause it's just like If that was the case I would've just got a root canal In the first place Instead of feeling Getting a feeling on Like that wouldn't make No fucking sense bro Welcome to real life I mean I ain't paying for the shit I'm gonna wait till next year When my shit renew And uh <laughs> We just gonna keep it funky like that. <laughs> I'm so tired of going to the fucking dentist. I'm exhausted. If I never had to go to the dentist again, it would be great. I mean, they gave out the good drugs, so. I mean, they gave me good drugs. It, it didn't work last night, and I took one to try to go to sleep, though. Man, <laughs> it didn't. Anyways, that's gonna wrap it up for this episode today. Um, if you want to get in touch with me, you can do so by hitting me up on Twitter or on Instagram at K-A-Y underscore I-N-R-E-E-L-L-I-F-E. That is on Twitter and on uh, Instagram. If you want to reach the show, you can get in touch with us on Twitter, Instagram, or um, Facebook at the 2AM Podcast. Hendrix, how can they reach you? You can reach me on Instagram and Twitter at Noli Hendrix. Noli Hendrix. That is um, N-O-E-L-L-Y-H-E-N-D-R-I-X. You know, a lot of people have been mispronouncing my names out here in these streets and shit. Okay, Noel. Well, um, that's great, too. <laughs> Again, if you want to email us, you can do so at Ask2AMPodcast at gmail.com. That is the number two. Um, check us out on SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple iTunes, um, what else? Stitcher, podcast.com, Overcast app, um... Yes, any other suggestions that you guys Yeah, any other platforms want, you want us to be on, just let us know and we will get the show to you like in the us, best way us, that we can. Share us, send us a review. Yeah, if you want us to review us on iTunes, definitely go ahead and do that. We will read it on the show. We will read it on the show and we will definitely be doing a giveaway pretty soon for reviews, so stay tuned for that. Mm, any last words, Jax? Remember, millennials, the beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Is it? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> All right, guys, that's my for today. Peace out. Peace.